the senior citizens for just being here. For Sister Harper, thank you for putting this together with excellence. Amen. Yeah. We are going to go to the word. I don't want to keep you long. So in my head, I'm already cutting stuff out. Amen. <laughs> so much has already been said that it make it not necessary to say everything that I had in mind, but God will show me what I need to say and what I need to read out. Amen. God be praised. I want to encourage uh, all of us, really, and, and to deal with the process of getting old, the hardship of getting old. I think it takes faith to get old. If I watch um, people that are getting old and what they used to be able to do, they can't do anymore. And that is a hard transition to handle. We are coming out of Psalms 92. We're looking at verse 12 and 15. I will probably exegese some of it, not all of it, and then, then we will be thrilled. But there's pictures here that I want us to get in our minds, pictures of trees, of trees, of trees. It says from the Amplified Bible, the uncompromisingly, the uncompromisingly righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. Be long lived, stately, upright, useful, useful, fruitful. He's talking to senior citizens, and this is the promise in the scriptures. They will grow like the cedar of Lebanon, majestic, stable, durable, incorruptible. Planted in the house of the Lord. They shall flourish in the courts of our God, growing in grace. Say that with me. Growing in grace. They shall bring forth fruit in old age. <laughs> He's talking to you. This is a promise. He says, they shall be full of sap, spiritual vitality, and rich in verdure and trust, love, and contentment. They are living memorials to show that the Lord is upright and faithful to his promises. Oh, I don't know if you got that. He says the reason why you are here so that you can testify that in your personal life, God is upright, faithful, and he will do what he promised he would do. <laughs> okay, wow. He is my rock. And there is no unrighteousness in him. Amen, amen. Like trees planted by the Lord, 
for his glory. Father, even now, Lord, move everything out of the way I don't need to say and allow me to say only what you will have me to say. Lord, encourage. Lord, strengthen us in this word. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Deacon L.C. White on yesterday made a statement. I told him I was going to use it. He said his father used to tell him getting older is a blessing and inconvenience. <laughs> it's a blessing to get older. But the fact that you can't do what you used to be able to do the way you used to be able to do it can be an inconvenience. And let me add this, can be a hardship. I think it takes faith to get old. I, I think if, if you're going to get listen, you're going to get old regardless, but it's how you handle getting old. You can allow the process of getting older to become a curse or a blessing. Listen, just because you got gray hair don't mean you got wisdom. That, that is not what the scripture says. The scripture is saying that your gray hair shows you've been through a lot. And it's taking it for granted that you have allowed the Lord to teach you through your experience. See, let me just share with you, life is hard for all of us. And, and the question is not whether life is hard, it's have you seen the goodness of the Lord through what you've been through? Have you allowed life to sour you? Listen, you don't even have to be old to be sour. You can be a young person and sour. It's, it's, it's how you accept or receive what you go through. It's, it's have you allowed God to bring out of you his best? Or have you allowed Satan to take hold of it? There's some old, grumpy. There's some young, grumpy. There's some middle-aged. And we can allow life the disappointments of life. And life will throw at you disappointment. Can, can I share with you? Things will not always happen the way you want it to happen. Can I share with you? There are going to be some things that don't happen when you want it to happen. There are going to be some things that you're trusting the Lord for, but the Lord didn't promise it. It was us who thought it was going to happen this way, and when it didn't happen that way, and the life didn't go the way we wanted to go, then we have a decision to make of whether we're going to suck on lemons for the rest of our life or turn our lemons into lemonade. Watch this as he showed these trees in this verse. He said that they shall be like the palm trees. God uses trees throughout Scripture. These are palm trees. Palm trees is coconut trees, fig trees. They are palm trees. If you watch 
these when there's a hurricane in Florida and where they live, these trees had the ability to bend with the wind. <laughs> Matter of fact, they, they would actually bend where the top of the tree would hit the ground. But as soon as the wind quit blowing, they stand. There's something about trusting God that no matter what life throws at you, you can bend with the wind. There ought to be, there ought to be, there ought to be, there ought to be, there ought to be some older people where you can testify. I've been through a whole lot of things, but the Lord been faithful. See, how do you talk when you talk to folks about what you've been through? When you sprinkle the Lord in everything in your life, you can see his invisible hand working it out. Let me just share this. It, it's not just older people who've been, some, some people are picked out to go through a whole lot. I, I'm learning that sometimes when God picks you out to go through things, he's trying to deepen you in your relationship with him. I quit asking God why. And I started asking him what. Y'all know, I, you know, as a preacher, sometimes you got to be transparent. But y'all only know about half my story. And if I took you through every segment of my story, y'all would say, I don't believe it. Matter of fact, some of y'all know a little bit of my story, and y'all say y'all don't believe it. Matter of fact, if it wasn't my story, I wouldn't believe it. But I, but I look back, and I can say, I know Satan was trying to take me out. I know that some of the things that has happened in my life was to stop me from doing what I'm doing now. Satan knew what God had called me to do. And when you got a purpose and calling on your life from birth, even before birth, matter of fact, it's a miracle I'm here. I was premature. The doctor back then didn't know how to handle premature stuff. And he just sent me home and said, give him a bath. They wanted me to die clean. But God, but God. Is, is there anybody in the house that say, but God? When you look back over your life, but God, when you add but God in your story, it takes away the bitterness and you begin to th become thankful and say, Lord, if you kept me through all of that, then you must got something for me. I know I didn't go through that for nothing. Listen, as older folks, the more you go through, there's a reason why God allow it to happen. It's, it's a teaching moment. Turn to your neighbor and say, it's a teaching moment. Life is a teaching moment of how you see God. Of how, listen, if you don't go through nothing, you have no testimony to tell nobody. This tree's being, you know, you, you, we got to be flexible. Just because you had it all planned out a certain way, don't mean that's the way God had it planned out. And I'm learning that God, God, 
His plan is better than ours anyhow. Show me the cedar of Lebanon. In our verse it says, and it would be like the cedar of Lebanon. They, they would be majestic. They would be, and this, this is a cedar. The, the wood of the cedar tree is highly prized because it's heavy. It's solid. It's, 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 it makes excellent furniture because this tree has gone through drought, has gone through the dry season. There is a heaviness about it. Look how its leaves spread out that in the desert people will come up under the cedar tree and get shade. It's a covering. It's a projection. They, they, they get tall. They get majestic. Show me the other picture of the uh, cedar tree. Look, look at them. When you got a force of them, they get high, and you will come out from under the desert. Lebanon is a lot of desert. So they, they provide shelter. Older, my Caesar citizen, do you provide shelter? Do people want to come up under you? Can they come to you and find grace? Can they find covering? One of the things I try to do is one of the reasons, and some people say, well, why he takes so long to, to get them ready for when they preach for their license? One is, it takes three years of me pouring into them. I, I've been doing a whole lot of stuff, and, and I need them to ask questions of me because I forget what I've been through. We talked the other day. He asked me a question. I gave him an answer, and this is what he told me. He said, that ought to be taught because people don't know that. And nobody told him. I said, Otis, I forget that people don't know the stuff that God taught me a long time ago. I said, I need someone to ask me questions so I can dig deep and bring out of me to give you what you need because, because you know, you know, you forget not so much how you made it, but you forget that other people don't know. There'll be somebody you pouring into. See, 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 listen, if, if you still trying to hold on to what you used to do, you're going to feel like you're, you're not useful. But when you allow God to change you from one position to another, can, can I say this to everyone? Get ready for a change. Changes are coming in your life. Whether you want it, whether you like it, whether I don't care what it is, things are not going to always stay the same. And you're going to have to find where God wants you and say, I, 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 I embrace that. I embrace that. I used to jump out of bed. Now I got to do a kickstart with a leg. I used to run up the stairs. If I'm running, it's because I'm trying to get a head start to make it all the way up. My knees. And if you get stuck what used to be and don't embrace, have somebody that you're pouring into. Somebody needs you. Somebody needs the shade you provide. The wisdom that you have, the experience. And again, I said, 
Make sure it's godly wisdom and not worldly wisdom. Just because you owe don't mean that you learned God's way. Thank you, thank you. I may call you back, okay? There are trees whose roots are down deep. Show me this. The, the cedars are, 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 are down deep. Show me this. The, the tree that got the... Now, give me the one that's a cart, like a drawing, and it shows... There it goes. Do you know what made the roots go deep? Lack of water. What happens with roots is they are seeking water to feed the tree. And when it does not rain, the roots press down deeper. The strip of that tree is not the top of the tree. The strip of the tree is what you can't see. See, we judge people by what we see on the outside, and we miscount what they are underneath. Notice that the roots underneath is greater than what's on the top. And you really don't know what's in a person till you sit down and talk to them. I'm saying to the young people, the only way that you get deep is that you start walking with God now. There is a process that God wants us to take. Your life has been a process. Our life is a process. And if we don't work along with God, and we don't accept the process, so, so somehow he wants us to get to the place and say, Lord, I trust you. Oh, I don't understand why you, why, why, but, but Lord, I, I trust that you love me. All my, all my senior citizens, you, you ought to talk about the character of God. It ought to show in your life that even when you don't understand, you can stay flat for that. I trust you. I don't like what I'm going through but you're good. I don't understand what's happening, but Lord, you've been good to me. And I know that if you've been this good this far, you're going to take me all the way. There's something about the past that ought to prepare you for your future. I remember when I used to have Joseph Williams, and I'm blessed because God put certain older ministers in my life. And I mean, Pastor Donald Hamilton. Pastor Joe, these are, they were the statesmen of, of preaching. And they, no mission, they came here. They could have went anywhere. Do you know how intimidated I was? And they would come and sit under my preaching. And I remember when I would have them preach and I would be scared because physically it was feeble. Usually I would have in Spencer Glover preaching, but I'm afraid because physically he's feeble. But when I see him and I talk to him, his mind may be, he may not speak it fast, but he's still deep. But one thing I notice is the older you get, the more you don't think about earthly things, you start thinking about heavenly things. Second Corinthians chapter 4. There, 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 there ought to be a, a looking up. Let me, let me see if I can explain. Some of you read the obituary every day. Show me some hands. 
Go, go, go raise it high, Sister Hamilton. You know why? Because you, you have more people that are gone than there is that is alive. Okay? Now, I think also sometimes you're looking at it to make sure you're not in it. <laughs> Second Corinthians chapter 4. Therefore, do not lose heart even though your outward man is perishing. Look, look, look how practical is it. He said, don't be disappointed. Don't lose heart. Your outward man is perishing. But he said, yet your inward man is being renewed. He said that there's a dichotomy that's going on. But for the Christian who is pressing towards God, though your physical being is getting weaker, spiritually you ought to be getting stronger. Your relationship with the Lord ought to be getting stronger. Your prayer life ought to be getting stronger. There's something about Jesus that gives you grace in your getting old. As hard as it is, when, you know, it, when, when, when what you just, is taken away from you, God is trying to get us. He said, therefore, do not lose heart, be renewed day. Listen, God said, I'm giving you grace day by day. Amen. Hour by hour, minute by minute. Next verse. He said, for our life, huh? Lord, I don't know how you say light affliction. Compared to heaven and its glory, what you're going through down here is light. He said, the reason why you don't understand it's light because you don't know how awesome heaven is. It's a comparison, which is just for a moment. Huh, a moment? So compared to eternity, a hundred years old is a moment. It is working for us. It's working for me. It's working for me. Are you allowing life to work for you? Are you allowing life to be a blessing in the future? Are you allowing the Lord to work in your spirit while stuff is happening? You know what I discovered? Stuff is always going to be happening. If it's not that, it's this. If it's not this, it's something over here. When I get finished with this, something else to hit me. When, when I put out this fire, there's fire on this side. And, that, and that sometimes you feel like I quit, but you can't quit on God. That's when you dig it even deeper. That's when you take it even deeper. You don't allow life to so frustrate you. You go to your source. That means your roots get deeper. Let me show you another tree. Show me the tree when the roots is up top. Not deep. Not that one. Where they're laying on the ground. Across the ground. I should have gave them better instruction, my fault. I saw this forest, and it was amazing to me that the roots was across the ground, and they were interlocked with one another. In that forest, it was a rainforest, so the roots never had to go down deep. 
when you are in a lot with somebody, that makes you stronger. Why? Because right now I'm leaning back, but their strength is holding me up. Watch this. Be careful who you hooked up with. Amen. Because if they're not giving you spiritual strength, they're not doing anything good for you in the first place. Amen. There's a transference that is happening in the physical, but when you're hooked up with somebody spiritual, there's a transference of their strength into your weakness. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. God will give you somebody that will meet you at your point of need. Yes, Listen, listen, listen. And if you hooked up to two brothers, two sisters that are spiritual, you begin to take on what they are because listening to them and, and watching them walk their walk. Matter of fact, you need to be hooked up to two people stronger than you so that, so that what they have you can learn. There is a process of locking in spiritually that we make one another stronger. Matter of fact, in this particular forest, I saw trees that were dead. Dead, okay, but still standing. You know why this dead tree didn't fall? Because it is interlocked with two live trees. Right now, we got those that were spiritual that was ahead of us. We called them dead, but I, 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 I want to argue with you saying that there's a piece of them still standing. Let me explain. My father passed about 18 years ago, but you know what I remember? I remember coming in the house and him praying on his knees. You know what I do today? I get on my knees. I pray all the time, but when I get serious about praying, I put a pillar under my knees, somebody said, why a pillar? Because my mama told me that the hardwood floors would mess up my knees. And I didn't listen to her until I had to take one stair at a time. Then my guy reminded me, put that pillar up under your, you ain't as tough as you thought you was. So I put a pillar, my mama's wisdom, up under my knees, but I pray on my knees like my dad. So though he's been gone, guess what? The fragrance, the impact of those that bless us is still here. Who are you impacting? Listen, the reason why these trees are in a lot because that's their strength. Because it rains too much for them to go deep. Thank you, fellas. Let me end this. Been a long day, and I don't want to wear you all out. I see David in the 23rd Psalm who talks about the journey of life, and the Lord is his shepherd. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. A shepherd walks and takes care of the sheep. He gets in front of the sheep, and he cares for their every need. Yes, sir. David is, is at... I believe not the beginning of his life. He's at the end of his life because the only way he can see the Lord with such care is that he has experienced it. Yes, sir. Uh -huh. See, see, there's something you learn and experience you won't learn any other way. Oh, yeah. oh, there, there, there's some things about the Lord 
You learn because you trust him when you had nobody else to go to. There's some things that you know because you've been there. Oh, see, see, you can read all the time, but there's some illumination and revelation come when, when you have, that you went to him because, because your mama couldn't help you, your daddy couldn't help you, your friends wouldn't be there, and all that you had was the Lord, and the Lord showed up right on time. See, I'm not talking to folks who never been there. I'm talking to some folks that you thought that life had treated you wrong. Matter of fact, you never would have made it if God didn't step in right on time. Come on, y'all. Come on. Is there anybody in the house know that the Lord is that good? Is there anybody that has experienced the grace, the mercy, the healing, the comfort, the joy of the Lord? See? See, there's some things that you got to go through and God becomes more real. I think that one of those things is getting older. Went to a nursing home. Reverend Willis and Willie Wilson was preaching there. Reverend Willis said, um, I was young in the ministry. He said, would you go for us? We can't go. I said, of course. Went up there. People in nursing chairs. People in beds. And the Lord lady, I said, well, I don't know what to say to them. I don't know what to say. And the Lord laid on my heart these words that the Lord spoke on the, set, on the cross. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? As I started, I felt the Holy Spirit just fall. And I saw them crying. They started crying all over the place. At that time, I didn't understand what had happened. I really didn't understand what was going on. I know it was the anointing. When Willis came back, the next thing he said, man, what did you do in that place? I said, what are you talking about? He said, they were so hungry. I said, well, the Lord did something. In my youth, I didn't understand. But now that I got older, I understand. You know what I understand? I understand being so low. I, be, I understand being so down and out. That you begin to ask, Lord, it feels like. Lord, it seems like you have forsaken me. I know you promised in your word that you would forsake me. But Lord, it feels like that you just left me here. Lord, I don't understand, but I'm telling you, though you may feel like that, our God is a faithful God. Our God is a right now God. Our God will come visit you when you're down and out. He's right there with you. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Listen to David looking back over his life. He's saying, I think he's in the bed. I think he's feeble. And it's funny that when God gets you to the place that, that you can't move so much, you got time to think. But I want you to think in the right way. I don't want you to think about the bad things that happened to you. I want you to see that the Lord was always there. I want you to see that in spite of what you've been through, God kept you. Oh, let me speak to somebody. You would have lost your mind if God didn't keep you. 
You never would have made it if God didn't keep you. Matter of fact, there was danger seen and danger unseen, and God was there all the time. You know what? I can say that for all of us, because if the devil had his way, we all would be dead. The Lord was there all the time. And the older you get, the more you need to testify. The Lord was there all the time. He kept me through all these years. David said, goodness and mercy, grace and mercy walked with me through my ups and through my downs, through all the days of my life. Grace and mercy. Listen, looking back, do you see grace and mercy? Do you see that the grace and mercy of God was greater than whatever happened to you? Do you see that God was there all the time? He was holding you. He was taking care of you. The enemy tried to destroy you. But I, you here. You made it. You still praising him. Somebody needs to praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Grace and mercy. And when I call, and scripture said, David fulfilled his purpose in his generation. Amen. Come here. Amen. I'm in the fourth quarter of my life. You, you, you're not yet halfway. There's some things you got to teach the next generation yes, that I won't be here to teach. That's why I'm trying to pour everything I got in the young ones like you. Because they need to know how good he is. They need to know that our God is a rock. They need to know that our God is faithful. They need to know that even as you get older, he will prove himself over and over and over. They need to know he'll come see about you. They need to know that God will make a way out of no way. That God will hold you. That God will comfort you. That God will speak to you. That God will lift you. That God will heal you. That God will walk with you. God will talk with you. God, 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 God. Listen, listen. You discover that in your journey on this side. Then when you face the expectation of heaven, you say, goodness, grace, and mercy was with me all, all the days of my life, and then I shall be with him forever and ever. So, I'm passing the baton. What's it? Part of the meaning of my life is that I know that it won't die with me. There's others that are coming that I'm getting ready to pass it on to. Don't let 
what the Lord taught you to die with you. God will bring somebody for you to... How, how you know if they're the right one? They get in receiving position. Listen, as I'm running track, his hand is out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, sir. As I get ready to pass it, somebody's getting ready to receive it. Listen, listen, listen. Matter of fact, he begins to walk and match my pace going a little bit slower. Notice what's happening. There is a sequence of motion between the both of us. So when the Lord begins to get ready to take me, the gift will continue with somebody else. That's what he's trying to do in all of our lives. Listen, it's not the messenger that is so important. It's the message. You got a message. Turn to your neighbor and say, you got a message. You got a message. You are a witness of how good he is, of his glory, of his excellency. Our God is God. Our God is God. And the next generation, quit talking about him and start praying for him. Start praying for them. Start praying for them. They need our prayers. They need our covering. They need us. They need us. They need us. Whether they know it or not. 